Welcome to the Small War Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who has a Disney princess waffle maker in his basement, <laughs> Brandon Siegel. I was not expecting that to be the one for today, but I do have a Disney princess. I want yeah. I have a sister, and this is hers, and she's younger. It was not mine. However, I'm going to be honest, some crowns on waffles, uh, it's pretty cool. Sounds pretty good. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, waffles sound as good as that Yeah, <laughs> we both had waffles in our, I think it was our top three breakfast foods. Yeah, I yeah, believe. no, waffles are great. So, I, know I, I mean, this is maybe, maybe this is how I made waffles my whole life, with this Disney <sighs> yeah. princess waffle maker. I mean, it's a good way to make waffles, I would say. <laughs> I want to point out, I just want to point this out. Trevor sometimes will like, you know, tease some things he says. I was not prepared for that to be the response. Normally I'm pretty prepared for whatever Trevor says at the start, but I was not prepared for that to be it today. So that was a good one. Yeah. That's a solid Thank little you. entrance. Um, but uh, how, was, how was your week, Trevor? Did you have a good week? Uh, my week was really good. You know, I got to, um, well, obviously work, um, but I got to go to the gym. I got. I went six times this week. So I was about to say, wait, you go that. to the gym? Yeah, I went you to don't the look gym. like you go to the gym ever. Uh, a lot of Big Brother, uh, some Big Brother, of course, sports here and there, mm. um, and some other stuff. But yeah, it was a good week. How about I think you? Yeah, it's been a good week. It's been a good week. I want. I want. If you guys want a little Big Brother pod episode, because I think we could do one, and it would be really fun. We could. So if you guys want that, you know, tweet at us. Leave us some comments at Small Bar Pod. Uh, and we, we might have to do that, because, I mean, I, if you guys don't watch Big Brother, you're clearly... You, you should start. You should start. <laughs> <laughs> Even considerably, this isn't the greatest season of all time, but it's still good. Might be taking a turn. It might be taking a turn. This was this is one of our longest intros ever. Yeah. We just went all over the place for a second there, but... Happens. Let's, let's get back on track. Uh, Trevor, why don't you give us the rundown for the episode today? So, with small talk, we're going to start off with Jill Ellis stepping down as the U.S. Women's National Team coach. Uh, we got C.J. McCollum and Draymond Green both getting contract extensions. Carmelo Anthony, he was interviewed by Stephen A. Smith this week. And we have comments from David Griffin on the Cavaliers and LeBron James. Then we have small talk trivia, randomly ranked, and our main topic, which is going to be some college basketball recruiting trivia. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun, um, the episode. It's going to be mm-hmm. a great one. And the, the college basketball recruiting trivia, we, we've we done this as, you know within my friend group, and even Trevor and I have done this plenty of times. We'll show you kind of how we normally do it uh, when it gets time. But it's it's just a fun game we've played. I th- we think you guys will like it, so yep. uh, we'll see if you do. Um, but to start off today with the first small talk topic, Jill Ellis has stepped down from being the head coach of the U.S. Women's National Team, soccer, national soccer team. Um, does this come as a shock? Are you shocked, or did you, what are your opinions on this? You know, I am shocked. Um, I, I was wondering what her age was, so I looked it up. She's actually only 52, so I think it's a pretty young age to be um, retiring. I don't know if she's retiring for good, but um, obviously she is retiring on top, so that's a good thing. Maybe that was a good reason for her to do it. Um, and maybe she has other aspirations, other things she wants to pursue, so it's good for her. She's been a very great head coach for the national team, and I wish her the best in the future. I mean, hey, she's won two straight World Cups. I don't know how much more I can yes. ask for than uh, some World Cups from our uh, from our team. But uh, people have said that she's had questionable lineup choices, in-game substitutions, um, and some odd communication with the players. So, I mean, I don't know enough about her to give, like, a full analyst, but, you know, yeah. she is going out on top. And I feel like that's the, that's the major part from this. Um, moving forward from that, but, hey, just one more quick congrats to the U.S. Women's National Team again uh, yes. um, because they're amazing. They are amazing. They are fabulous. Uh, and honestly, I I truthfully enjoy watching men, women's World Cup. It doesn't matter. Soccer, soccer. It's just fun to watch. 
Shout out Josh. Shout out to Josh right there because Josh is a big soccer fan, as we know. Yeah. Uh, maybe he'll even be back on the podcast soon. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, moving along, the Portland Trailblazers and guard CJ McCollum agreed to a three-year, $100 million contract extension. Um, this will be He'll be eligible for a free agency in the 2023-2024 season. Um, for me, at the least, this is a no-brainer. I think CJ McCollum is just such a fantastic player. I mean, he really has come from nothing to a lot. And he's from Cleveland. So, like, I feel like, you know, we got him there. <laughs> One of our guys made it from Cleveland. Um, he shot 45, almost 46% from the field and 37.5% from three, averaging 21 points per game. I think this contract's worth it. I truly do. You keep your young uh, backcourt together. Uh, so this this is big, I think, for the Blazers, and they will be contending for a long time to come. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that um, listening to the C.J. McCollum podcast this past week, C.J. said that this was only a matter of time before it happened. Him and Dame were both communicating back and forth about the fact that they both were going to look for extensions from the Blazers. So they were on the same page as far as that goes. And I think the Blazers do still have a shot with this core. Um, they do need more pieces now that they've lost some of their role players. But I think they still do have a shot. Dame and CJ are both still under 30. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if they can maybe have a shot at the title in the next few years. I think they're close. I mean, they need one more piece. Yeah. I don't know what that piece is. I feel like it's actually a pretty attractive place to go. I mean, both these guys love Portland <clears throat> a lot. Um, and they do have some good pieces around them, but they need a great piece. They need someone yeah. to be there uh, kind of sooner than later. Honestly, in my opinion, Al Horford would have been a good pickup for them. He would have been. That would have been a solid yes. trio. They could have done some damage, even in the Western Conference of what it's at right now. Um, but moving along, another contract extension. Draymond Green uh, has extended his contract with the uh, Golden State Warriors. As we know, he's on the Golden State Warriors. It is a four-year, $100 million extension, $25 million a year. Um, and he'll be through 2024, and uh, Curry and D'Angelo Russell are signed through 2022 and 2023, uh, and obviously they lost Kevin Durant. So they they have a nice core, and they're going to be good for another two to three years at the least. Uh, to me, this is another no-brainer. I love Draymond Green as a player. I don't like him as a person as much. Draymond Green as a player is such a crucial and big player, and without Kevin Durant on their team, opens his abilities up a lot more. So I'm all about this, especially for $25 million. I mean, obviously, it's a lot of money for you know you and me, but for as great of a player as he is, and I know he doesn't average 40 a game, but he does so much on the basketball court that's so important, 100% worth it. Honestly, I think he's worth more than $25 million. Hmm. I mean, I, I kind of agree to a certain extent. But at the same time, this is a lot of money to be uh, going into these four players combined. Now, obviously, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson have recently got new contracts, Draymond Green now, and also with Russell. So that's a lot of money to have in four players. I think they can be a contender next year as long as Klay Thompson comes back for the playoffs. But, I mean, once they start aging, Draymond Green's 29, you know, going into those last couple years of the contract when he's, you know, 32, 33 then it might not be looking so great anymore. So I think that uh, to make it so that the money's worth it, I think they need to try to win another championship. Um, but I think they did probably have to do this. So I'm not against it. I'm just not like totally like for it either. I'm not super excited about it. I guess it. that is where we'll disagree because I am 100% for this deal. I love it. But moving forward, uh, Carmelo Anthony had a very interesting interview with Stephen A. Smith, and a lot was said. Um, so what are, what are a couple of big points that you saw from this interview? So um, in this interview, the one thing that Stephen A. was hitting on was how 
that the big three in Miami should have been LeBron, D-Wade, and Melo. And I thought this was interesting because as a Miami Heat fan, I would have loved to see it. Um, I think there's a good debate to be had about like who would be the better uh, third option, Melo or Bosch. I think it's close. Um, but Melo really should have been with the Heat. I think he, he was saying that he turned down a three-year contract and instead went for the two extra years. He got a five-year deal with the Knicks and took the more money, basically. And he said, I don't know if he necessarily said he regrets that, but he kind of says, looking back on it, you know, it would have been nice to play with uh, some of his best friends. So that was something that really stood out to me. And also the fact that he was talking about how Daryl Morey, um, when he was with the Rockets, he kind of talked to him and said, hey, we don't really need your services anymore. Like, we don't even want you on the rotation, which was, I think, pretty crazy, as Carmelo pointed out. How am I not worthy of being on any 15-man roster? Right. And I agree with him 100%. Some teams should definitely uh, put him on their roster for sure. Do you think it's, it was a personal thing? It could be. I mean, there's some people that kind of uh, treat Carmelo like he's some kind of like uh, like a cancer or something in the locker room, which I disagree with, or like that he has a bad effect, which I, I just, it doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. There, There is definitely some correlation between Melo being on the court and your team's playing terribly. I mean, there, there's some correlation. The Knicks were terrible. The Thunder were n- not better with him on the court. Um, I mean, you could argue when he was younger in his career. And he, he individually is such a great player. He really is. But there is some correlation between he, him being there and teams is not doing as well. The Rocket situation was very weird just as a whole. Um, and it's crazy. I agree that it's crazy that he's not on a team in some capacity. I mean, why wouldn't you have him as a bucket getter for 10 minutes? You just put him in for 10 yeah. minutes and, you know, he gets six points for you. I mean, that's that's a big guy, you know, someone mm-hmm. that could do that. So uh, I, I'm with you to an extent here also, you know, similar with, for the Draymond Green extension. Uh, but I, I feel like he could definitely make a 15-man roster, like, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and to clarify, I do think I agree with you. I don't think he should start by any means on any NBA team. I think he needs to come off the bench, which in this interview he said he would be willing to do. Um, but I think he can be a guy coming 10, 15, maybe even 20 minutes in certain games if he's hot and be a really good scorer off the bench for any team. Mm-hmm. Well, moving on to our next topic, uh, David Griffin had some very controversial comments about the LeBron and the Cavs. Um, I definitely have an opinion on this. Uh, what What is your take from these comments that he made? So his original comments really rubbed me the wrong way, and I think they probably rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, especially Cavs fans. Um, when he was saying like that he was miserable that last year with the Cavs, and that it wasn't, it, he said it didn't feel organic the way they were doing things, which just felt odd to me. Like if you're winning, if your team's successful, why are you complaining? I don't really get why he was miserable. I mean. I don't really know a ton about his perspective on that. Um, so there could be more to it, but it didn't really make it too, too much sense to me. And then also him saying that LeBron uh, wouldn't have that same like mentality after 2017 really rubbed me the wrong way. Now, he did clarify his comments on the jump and said that that's not necessarily what he meant. Um, so I don't really know if I should believe him or not. Obviously, the original comments were definitely not very good. So. Mm-hmm. I have a couple things to say here. Number one, like we know the Cavs are a dysfunctional organization. I think that's kind of a known thing. I mean, from the owner to the GM to, I mean, LeBron kind of maybe controlling the team too much, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. If you're going to say something about LeBron, I'm going to be upset about it. That's just a fact. Um, the the fact that someone would believe that LeBron wouldn't have like the same desire to win after a championship is ridiculous. I just, I don't like that thought. 
However, I don't think Griffin was that far off on his comments uh, a lot about the Cavs specifically because nothing was organic. You know, when you have a GM for a reason, you have an owner for a reason, you have a coach for a reason. When there's a guy kind of impeding on that, it's kind of tough to, you know, do your job. So I understand what he's saying. Additionally, I think David Griffin's one of the best GMs in the NBA. I love him. I think he's done a fantastic job with the Pelicans, and he did what he could do with the Cavs. He did what he could do with the Kyrie Irving trade. He was in a tough spot, and I think he knew better from it, especially with the Anthony Davis trade. I mean, we... we I think we both know that they the Pelicans panned out in some sort of way. Maybe not 100% to Anthony Davis, but they did better than the Kyrie Irving trade for sure. So for me, I think the comments were taken out of context. I think it's kind of hard to figure out exactly what he meant. They were a little odd to me, and I think it does show some red flags about the Cavs organization and Griffin. Not LeBron, because LeBron can't do anything wrong ever. Uh, and that's a fact also. He's a perfect human. So uh, in, in all seriousness, these comments were weird to me. I'm... I'm I'm kind of just overall shocked by the comments. There's, I'm not going to take a lot from him, is kind of what I'm trying to say here. It's, it's tough to determine because he's a little, you know, it's, it's hard yeah. to understand what he's saying. Yeah, I agree. He's kind of a little all over the place, but I like that you kind of pointed out, like, the obviously we know Dan Gilbert is not the best owner. Not so. the greatest <laughs> owner in the world. Yeah, I, maybe for another day I will ha- share my thoughts on him. Um, but moving on to Small Talk trivia to wrap up Small Talk. Um, the score right now is 8-6. to six. I am winning. Uh, in a not-surprising fashion, I think the viewers at home know who the, uh, the real uh, sports knowledge master is between the two of us. You're a little quiet over there. <laughs> Let's see if you can get one up on me today. I will start first, okay? Um, I feel like this is a, a question you definitely should know, okay? And I'll make you a deal. If you can get the exact amount of points, like the exact amount, so, for example, 10.39 Okay? Okay. So you got to get it to two decimal places. Oh. Then I'll give you another point. Okay. What player has the highest career points per game in the NBA, in NBA history? Okay. I feel like the player's pretty easy. I think the points, I'm not going to (laughs) demote points from you if you don't get the amount right, but I'm not going to give you a point if you don't get the player right. In fact, I'll be pretty upset if you don't get the player right. Okay, so in NBA history, so this goes back like to nineteen forties, probably. Like this can include like, and this is a player's career, I should say, not one season over a player's career. Okay, highest points per game average over their career in in NBA history. Yep. Okay, so there's two players in my mind because I'm I'm thinking about this one guy was very consistent over his career. Another one had certain seasons that were extremely high. Um, I'm between Wilt Chamberlain and Michael Jordan. Okay. Those are the two players I'm between because I remember seeing like certain seasons where Wilt was very high. Uh, so this isn't obvious to me, but I think I'm going to go with the safer choice. I'm going to go Michael Jordan. All right. Is that your final answer? Yes. You've locked it in. Yep. Locked in right now. Like that? You're, you're worrying me right now. <laughs> Why am I worrying you? No, I'm sticking with it. I'm not, I'm not going to. Uh, you shouldn't gonna... be worried. You shouldn't be worried because you okay. got it right. Okay. Got it right. All right. Now, how many <laughs> points exactly for an extra point on the board? Um, 30.20. You were close. It's 30.12 on oh, my record here. Okay. That's pretty good, though. You know what? Yeah, I remember seeing 30.2 somewhere, but... That was pretty good. That was... I, I'm very, okay. very, very impressed with that. So, the score is now 8-7. to seven. Trevor, what is your question for me? All right, so in college football, we have had the college football playoff system for the past however many years. It was 2014. Who was the last 
I'm not going to tell you that. But who is the last national champion in the BCS system? Oh, um, well, Ohio State won the first one, the first uh, uh, playoff. The last BCS champion. Yes. Um, I don't think it's Ohio State. They didn't went back to back. I'm trying to think of the year, but I don't remember the year. It might be Auburn, but I think they're earlier. I think that was too early. Um, I don't think it's Clemson. I think Alabama is a very viable option. But I don't think you would offer this question if it was Alabama. I think that'd be too easy. I don't know. Last week I said... <laughs> I Last week you gave, me a, you gave me a little softball in the air because it's my favorite team. I, I feel like Alabama is a very good option, but I don't... I'm trying to remember what year it was. I believe 2014 was the first conference I could be wrong completely. I don't even know. Alabama is the safe option, but I'm not going to go with it. I'm going risky today. Okay. I'm going risky. I'm trying to read your facial expression to see if I'm right. I'm just spitting out all my thoughts here. All so right. I'm not going to go with Alabama. I, I, I have this gut feeling it's Auburn, but I, I don't think it's Auburn. I think they won. And when did Cam Newton go there? 2011 or something? Something like that? Maybe I could just look it up real quick. No. No. <laughs> all right. I'm going to say Oregon. That is incorrect. Oh, no. Is it Alabama? It's not Oregon or Alabama. It was Florida State. Oh, no. Florida State actually beat Auburn 34-31. It was in 2014. In the 2014 BCS oh. National Championship game. Oh, wow. So it was Florida State. It was James, James Winston. Winston. Oh. Who won the 2013 one? 2013, I, I want to say it was, it might have been Auburn. No, it was Alabama. That was Alabama. Over Notre Dame, yeah. Uh, Interesting. All right. Hey, you learn something new every day. Eight to seven is the score. Uh, So Mm -hmm. we will move on over to randomly ranked. Um, And today we have an interesting one, I think. I I would like to shout out the person whose idea this was. This is Aaron, uh, my buddy Aaron's idea. Uh, Aaron Weaver. Shout out, Aaron. Very good idea. Great. First of all, this is a great guy. Yesterday, he made some big time purchases, big boy purchases. So he gets a big baller award for yesterday. But... (laughs) So here is it was a very bougie day for him for sure, uh, but that's my guy. So moving on, top three stores to go to, and have fun without purchasing a single thing. That is that is the the randomly ranked for today. Um, so since I did my question first, why don't you start? All right. So I'm sure there's gonna be stores I'm forgetting about, uh, but I'm just gonna go with the three I thought of initially. So number three, I'm gonna start off with Dick Sporting Goods. Oh, that's a good one. Even if I'm not buying anything, it's fun to look around in any it section. Um, you know, just like the different sports, soccer or basketball, because I played soccer in high school, and obviously I love basketball. Mm-hmm. So definitely those sections. Looking at the shoes, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously just looking at Nike clothes in general. So yeah, Dick Sporting Goods number three. Mm-hmm. Number two. Now I've never been in this store, but I'm going with IKEA anyway because from what I've heard and what i've read mm-hmm. and what i've kind of seen it would be very fun it's to an go adult into. amusement park so i'm gonna have to go soon and then mm-hmm. number one this shouldn't come as really a surprise to anyone i'm going with nike mm-hmm. because i love nike now specifically i'm going with the nike outlet in grove city um it's an outdoor outlet mall in pennsylvania it's great so nike's my number one all right so i'm gonna i actually have four here i'm gonna give an honorable mention to ikea i love ikea I was there this past weekend um a week ago i should say Truly, Ikea is the amusement park for adults. I'm going to go with my now my top three. Number three, I'm going to go with Nike. Nike Outlet, I think, is a, a big one, but I like this, the Nike store in general. Um, really, you don't have a better brand in the world. There just isn't. There simply isn't. Number two, I'm going to go with Best Buy because 
Best Buy is super fun, especially if you're you know a tech nerd like I am. Um, I could get lost in there. And number one, I'm going to have to go with Apple for similar reasons. Again, I'm a tech nerd, uh, so I like going in there. Uh, again, shout out for Aaron for the uh, suggestion. We appreciate you. We're definitely going to have him on the podcast at some point in time here. Um, and hopefully he's listening to I think he is. He normally listens to every episode. So shout out to you. But moving on to our main topic, which I think Trevor and I are both very, very excited about. So here is how this is going to work. We are going to go by ESPN's rankings. We're going to start in the 2018 top 100 recruits. We're just going to go through and ask each other 10 different recruits. We might go down to five um, just because we're running short on time. But we're going to start off with 10 uh, different recruits. We're going to say their position, their hometown in high school, or prep school, whatever, their height, their weight, and how many stars they are. If you can get the answer from that, you get one point. If you need a clue, we will give the college, but then it goes down to only half a point. So hopefully you guys understand. I think you'll pick it up as we go along. Um, mm-hmm. But Trevor, do you want to do you want to do the twenty eight? We're just gonna go down from the twenty eighteen class. Do you want to ask me first? Or you want me to ask you? Um, I could start by asking you. All right, twenty eighteen okay. class. Oh wait, I have it up. So here I'm gonna I'm gonna turn. I'm pulling it away. Yeah, and I'm gonna turn my computer away. From yep, you. yep. So okay, I cannot so, see. And by the way, did you you said they were NBA players, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna do only players that are in the NBA. Okay. Okay, so 2018, mm-hmm. uh, my first one... Should we do also the number recruit there? I think we should do the number recruit, like if they're the okay. number one or the number 10. Yeah. So we'll yeah. add that in there, I'm too. I'm cool with that. Okay, so number three recruit, 2018, mm-hmm. small forward, Norristown, Pennsylvania, Westtown, 6-7-203, my bo- It's my guy, Cam Radish. Come on, that's a point for me. Correct. I know it's correct. That's a point for number me. Number six, Small forward, Orange Park, Florida, Orlando Christian Prep, six seven two fifteen five stars. Um, say say it all again quickly. Uh, number six, small forward, Orange Park, Florida, Orlando Christian Prep, six seven two fifteen five stars. Six seven, correct. Two fifteen. Now, do I get demoted down to a half point if I guess this person's college? Um. Well, I'm not going to tell you if you're right. Did he go to if, Kentucky? If I, no. He didn't go to Kentucky. He just told me if I was not right. <laughs> okay. I, I thought it was Calvin Johnson, but it's not. Who went to Florida? Or who's from guess. Florida? Uh, no, no, that's not my guess. Because you said it wasn't. All right, give me, give me the college. North Carolina. He went to North Oh, it's Nazir Little. Okay. I feel stupid. That's 1.5. Yeah, that's half a point. Here, we're only going to do five, five, I think. We're going to get a five, so yeah. we can speed it up. All right. Um, number 13, power forward. Cincinnati, Ohio, Princeton High School, six eight one ninety five five stars. Oh, this is either. Is this uh? Oh shoot, who went to who's? This isn't. It's not Jackson Hayes. He wasn't that highly ranked. I know he's from Cincinnati. Who went to Princeton? It's on the top of my. It's hit my tongue. Oh my god, this is bothering me. Shoot, give me the college. <laughs> Um, he was committed to Syracuse. Oh, is it Baisley? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Darius Baisley. Yeah. I was like, ah, which has I knew that. Right, I'm at two points. All right. Um, next one, I'm going number 17, point guard, Apple Valley, Minnesota. Apple Valley High School, 6'2", oh, 183. Tyler Hero? No. Ooh. It was Trey Jones. Trey Jones. Okay, All so right. that's incorrect. Two and points, Joe. the last one. Okay. Number 23, point guard, Goldsboro, North Carolina, Greenfield High School, 6'3", 165, five stars. Huh, from North Carolina. All right, give me the give me the college. I'm gonna go down North now. Carolina. 
You went to North Carolina too? Yep. Oh, is this, uh, is it Kobe White? Correct. All right. So I have two and a half points after round one. So we, that is the 2018 class. We're now going to go to the 2017 class. Trevor will not be able to see the players. Uh, I'm going to start off at number seven from Mableton, Georgia. Went to Colin Sexton. Yep, that is correct. We're going to go to uh, number six, point guard from Wilmington. Uh, I have no clue. Delaware. Uh, IMG Academy. 6'3", Trayvon Duvall. That is correct. Uh, we're going to go number 10, overall recruit, small forward from Tampa, Florida. Went to Tampa Catholic High School. 6'9", 206, five stars. You said number 10? Number 10. Small forward? Yes. What's the college? He went to Kentucky. Um, Jeez. Oh, um, EJ Montgomery? That is incorrect. It is okay. Kevin Knox. Uh, Alright. Um, number 13 overall recruit, shooting guard from Reading, Pennsylvania. Went to Reading High School. I think it might be Reading, actually. Reading High School. 6'4", 206. Five-star recruit. What's college? He went to Miami. That should be a giveaway. He went to Miami. Yeah, you. You. 13, you said? Yep. Reading, Pennsylvania? Yeah. Wait, shooting guard, six. Oh wait, why do I not know this? Wait, 13. Can you read all of it again? Yep, yep, yep. Shooting guard from Reading, Pennsylvania. Went to Reading High School, 6'4", 206, five-star recruit. Went to Miami, Florida. What the heck? 2017, Miami. Mm-hmm. Miami, Florida. Wow, I'm going to feel stupid. I don't know it. Uh, he's on the know. San Antonio Spurs. It is Lonnie oh, Walker. Oh, okay. All right. All righty. Next, we have uh, number 25 overall recruit. Uh, power forward from Seattle, Washington. Went to Nathan Hale High School. Michael Porter Jr.? No. Oh. He's not the 20th, it's his brother, Dante. Oh. I heard Nathan Hale. I, was I like, knew you were going to do that. Oh, my. I was like, all right, oh 2016 my. class for me, you got two points. It is now two and a wow, half to I'm two. Losing. Wow. Okay. I didn't think you would be losing after round one. I thought you would get every single one. <laughs> I heard Nathan Hale. I was like, all right, in 2016. I would have done the same thing, so don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, number eight, small forward, Flint, Michigan, Huntington Prep, six, so, seven. Is it Miles Bridges? Yes. Um, number 12, small forward, Naples, Florida, IMG Academy, 6'10", 185. Jeez, he's huge and skinny. Uh, yeah. what, what ranking is he? 12. He's 12 and he's tall. Uh, what's the college? Florida State. Oh, it's, uh, oh, Dwayne Bacon. Incorrect. No, who is it? It's Jonathan Isaac. Ah, the magic. Oh, God. Um, number 7. Point guard, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, DeMatha Catholic, 6'4", 190, five stars. He's a skinny point guard. Huh. Say it all again quickly. Seven, point guard, uh, Marlboro, Maryland, DeMatha Catholic, 6'4", 190, five stars. Who's from Maryland? What's the college? Washington. Oh, is it... Is it Fult? Yes, correct. I didn't know he's from Maryland. Number five, power forward, Pinetown, North Carolina, High Point Christian Academy, 6'9", 240. 
If I start number five? Yes. From where? Uh, Pine Town, North Carolina, High Point Christian Academy. Who went to High Point? Uh, what's the college? Kentucky. You went to Kentucky? Is this... I don't know. I feel lost. It is Bam Adebayo. Oh. How tall was he there? 6'9". Oh, Four. see, I thought he was way taller. He's <laughs> a center in the league. Okay. All right, go ahead. Can I think I it's my last one. This is my last one. Yeah, I think it's okay. my last one. Number two, small forward, Southfield, Michigan, prolific prep, 6'7", 185. Uh, number two, is this... Oh, I don't... Is it... It's not Bagley. No, because Porter was number one. I think it's Bagley. Incorrect. Did he go prolific? It was Josh Jackson. Oh, he was number two? Yeah. I thought Josh Jackson was three. All right, I only got one and a half there. Okay, we're going to go one more round with me. One more quick round. Number three overall recruit from Kinston, North Carolina, Kinston High School, 6'8", 198. I'm going to be honest, the 198 is a generous 198. Uh, what's the college? Duke. And this is 2015. From Kinston. 2015. Yep. Oh, Brandon Ingram. Yes, correct. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Got to find another one. Uh, number 14 overall recruit from Lakeland, Florida. Went to Oak Hill Academy, 66209. Uh, number four, Oak Hill. 14, 14. Oh, 14, Oak Hill. What's the college? Uh, Florida State. Oh, geez, why do I not know this? Okay, yeah, I don't know. It is Dwayne Bacon. Oh. <laughs> Number 16 overall recruit from Lincolnshire, Illinois. Uh, Adlai E. Stevenson High School, 61180. Five-star recruit. Number 16 overall recruit. What's college? He went to Villanova. Um, Number 16. Mm-hmm. What, what position? Uh, point guard. Jalen Brunson? That's correct. Okay. Two more. Um, number 18 overall recruit, shooting guard from Seattle, Washington, went to Finley College Prep, 6'4", 190. Five-star recruit. What's college? He went to Arizona. 6'4", 190? Yes. He's a shooting shooting guard? Yes, he likes to shoot. Arizona. Um, wow. Arizona, 6'4", 190. How am I not know? Wait. Um, Alonzo Trier? That is correct. Okay. Those all are right. all And last fives. question. Shooting guard from Franklin, Ohio, Franklin High School, 65180. Luke Kennard. That is correct. All right. So that helped The me. final score. Because the first one was point. I did three. We I, tied. Because this was a point Oh, no, we five. didn't tie. You won by half a point. Okay. So yes. I got four and a half. You got four. Yep. All right. Luke Kennard helped me. All right. <laughs> nice. That was a good round. Um, but to finish up this podcast today... Uh, we'll have our quick predictions. My quick prediction is that Michigan basketball will finish in the top five in its class this coming year. Okay. Uh, my quick prediction is the Patriots, who are playing their first preseason game this Thursday, will beat the Detroit Lions because they're the best. That's a, that's a good prediction. It's a bold one. We'll see. Um, but that's going to be the end of the episode. Thank you all so much for listening today. Uh, follow us both on Twitter and follow the Small Baller Podcast on Twitter, at Small Baller Pod. Uh, we are now on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, a ton of different 
ways you can listen. So please listen to us. Uh, we thank you guys so much for your support. We are so close to a thousand downloads. We are really, really close. So tell your friends to listen. Tell your moms to listen. Tell your dads to listen. Your grandmas, grandpas. Tell them all to listen. Just tell the whole family. Yeah. Get the whole fam. Be a part of the small baller family. Family podcast. It's yeah. a family. We are a family podcast. We don't swear. We don't cuss. We don't say anything weird. We just talk about sports and do our own thing. Right? Absolutely. So just tell everyone to listen. My own grandfather listened. Shout out. Shout out, Poppy. So thank you guys all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Go Falcons.